Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics Extra. And this month, this month's movie is going to be Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. But like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? <sighs> how's it? How's everyone doing? Oh boy, this is going to be fun because. Uh, yeah, we are two different sides of the coins on this one. This is a movie that I enjoyed as a child and I still can enjoy as a grown man. Shahid on the other end, I don't know how you felt about it. This shit is trash. <laughs> <laughs> this is barely hood and it damn sure ain't no classic. It, it and, absolutely is a classic. We now we can talk about that. I it, it's a classic. Okay, it's a classic. Bad movies can be a classic. I told you about the whole thing about nostalgia. Like, if you didn't watch it coming out, you may not feel the same way. Because I, I watched, like, I had watched bits and pieces of Last Dragon. I don't think I ever watched it the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what it was about and stuff. And I was like, you know, it's whatever. Barry Gordy was on his cocaine trip back then. <laughs> He's like, let me make a movie. The movie made money. It's something like everybody kind of like if you grew up in that era, like you were a 70s, 80s baby, then you knew about it. So you probably have seen it. But sitting down to actually watch it in 2020, I'm sitting here watching like it is not even grading on the curve because it came out in 85. I'm just watching this like it's not that the movie is done. It's not like the movie is sloppy, like the movie is done competently. Like that's not the problem. It's Bruce Leroy's a fucking chump. <laughs> like, ugh. That's the problem with the movie. I don't have that's the thing. I don't have an issue with this. The storyline is goofy, was whatever. And mostly everyone else is fine, more or less. Bruce Leroy is horrible. He is a horrible protagonist. He's he walk a- around. 
He's a fanboy. Go damn. He's a culture vulture. Fanboy my ass. He's a fanboy. Okay, he's a Bruce Lee fanboy. Uh, yes, okay. To a certain yeah, he's a yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, let me say this. If it was a white person doing this, I bet you the vibe be a lot different. Well. You wouldn't be oh, he's just a fanboy. No. Bruce Lee Leroy Green. We're gonna call him out his Christian name. <laughs> Bruce Leroy. Yeah, I, you know the funny thing is, I thought his name was Bruce Leroy the whole time. So I actually watched the movie because that's what they called him. I'm like, no, this motherfucking name is Leroy Green. But he just I grew on Bruce Lee too. I pretend to be Asian. I dress like that man walking through hard with a coolie hat on well, in the eighties. Okay, let's be clear. I think this was around the time where that intersection of as far as black people, you know, we had our Saturday morning cartoons and not cartoons, yeah. Kung Fu movies and cartoons, but we're talking about karate. Yes. So the extent of the extent of that though is like we might make some nunchucks or swing around a broomstick for our mom told us to stop messing around. We are not dressing like it's the nineteen tens. <laughs> He was a, like, this is not this is not gangs of New York. Like Bruce Lee wasn't that had a hat on his movies. What do we? That's yeah, I'm seeing him like that, and people mocking him, like calling him a coolie because he dressed like one and making fun of his cornball ass. And I'm like, this the hero, right? <laughs> Ryu? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to hang around girls. Like that's that's what I'm cheering for. Well, let's be clear. I'm spending two hours of my time watching this show. Well, let's be be clear. The movie already, the things that you're saying in the movie are already said to him. They don't paint him as a a sex symbol or he's awkward. You can tell that he's already, you know, like, what you doing, bro? You black. So put your hands on her. (laughs) Talking like Michael Jackson. (laughs) That's what that is. That K is what's for me. I couldn't put my hands on it. That whole, like, I'm speaking English like I'm a robot. He, he was talking like Michael Jackson and Moonwalker. <sighs> yes, it is like, ooh. <laughs> Listen, I love this movie. I don't know. I got to, it's just, it was that movie for me at the time. And it was just, it's now it's like silly fantasy world. Like, I'm not sure what it's supposed to be because, it's set in the real world, but when we get to the end, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what is happening right there? The thing that you... Uh, it's t- the real world, even though it's a real world where you know who doesn't exist? Cops. But it came in the end. Way yeah, at the exact very end. end. You trying to tell me in New York City, these Negroes are doing all this and nobody stops Well, they were in Harlem, so they probably didn't give a shit, so... Yeah, whatever. It was white people in Harlem, I, according to this movie, because it was like a universal, you know, it was the yeah. Captain Planet Coalition showed up was ro- rolling with. So, <laughs> yeah, like it's, I don't hate the movie. More you hate so the character. I hate Bruce Leroy. Yeah. I just think the movie is silly, but that's fine. But no, Bruce Leroy was just aggravating me. And, I warmed up the Vandy by the end because we was talking. Like I just finished watching the movie, and I'm sitting here at first. I'm like, "This what y'all's getting excited about, huh?" I mean, and then thinking about, I mean, then I'm like, "It is the '80s." Yeah, the early matter of fact, it's the early '80s. '85, yeah, '85. So I'm like, it was so Pam Greer kind of phased out. Robin Gibbons hasn't come yet. Sharon Stone is just about to hit there. Um, Rachel Ticketon just about it's like it's 
the mid to late 80s when it started to pick up. I'm like, so it's basically her and Ray Dong Chong and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, <laughs> Kathleen Turner during the boozy era. And I'm like, ooh, it was some cocaine, I swear. <laughs> it was some tough choices. But then I'm like, she's, she's not, keep in mind, she's beautiful. But I'm like, she's just so childish acting. Well, that, look, that's what the dog, both of them, because she's all glamorous and supposed to basically be like Paul Abdul, and she's acting like she's 15, and he acting like he's nine, and they both grown ups. Be clear, Barry Gordy was trying to get the children to go see this movie too, so I understand that. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember well, going to the movies to go see this. Yeah, so I'm guessing, yeah, and Lisey comes from a, you know, two. Two parent household, because that's good. Yeah, you see that they working, they like got family. family, and I'm like, you know, because I'm wondering, like, I guess Bruce Leroy get his money from teaching, because I'm like, all the time I see him, he he walk around his pajamas on, talking well, nonsense. Well, he don't need anything. Avoiding- he doesn't need anything but the bare minimums. He he don't need like all that worldly stuff. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> So he ride you. So he ride you with shoes, huh? Yeah, he the black, black but ride you with the shoes. The difference is ride you fights. Bruce Lee, oh, may God, may God protect me if I have to use my moves. What? I don't gotta pray to God before I. Who is he, Rocky? I'm doing all this training, but I don't want to use it, and I get beat up because I'm. So, I got. I won't fight until I find the magic glow. Well, you know that. I, I, in those times, and I think it stopped somewhere in the 90s, early 90s or mid-90s, where if you saw a karate movie and it was like one of those movies that they're learning or they knew it, it was always said, you don't use it unless you have to. That was always the big thing in a lot of those movies. But so. when did it get to, but usually it gets to the point when when you have to comes a lot earlier than this movie. Like you get jumped in front of your students and then you're going to teach them, like what you teach them? Oh, don't fight unless you really have to. Hey. Sensei, they make you kiss your shoe. Um, you excuse know, me. Oh, excuse me. Let's get that correctly. Kiss my converse. Come on now. You're going to respect Angela's dad from Boy Meets World. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Um, rest in peace to vanity. So. I think that, uh, well, let's just go ahead and start. What's the synopsis of the movie? A nigga trying to match the kung fu. <laughs> what? Because his because his teacher tired of his ass. That's that's the synopsis. I, I'm dealing with another dealing with another man who think he already run the city. Mister, you know, Mister X himself, Akuma himself, showing up the Shogun of Harlem, who is running around beating up people because I guess the cops are on strike. <laughs> that's the synopsis of the movie. He's not going around beating up people. What is wrong with you? Who's not? Shona? Shogun. Shona, yes, he is. Listen, that man pulled pulled up to the uh to the movies, and all he said was, you know, he was the Shogun of Harlem, and that somebody just stood up and decided to, to watch. Imagine you in a movie theater, you watching New Jack City, <laughs> and five people just showed up. Yo, stop the movie! I need to get my seat. <laughs> Who wants who want to start something in Harlem? How do you think that's going to... Oh, people are like, oh, that's cool. That's all right. He just wanted his seat. So that's my question. 
Now this is this is not the this is not the uh, plot issue I have. This is just a question. Too many people tried show uh, show enough for him to be the Shogun of Harlem. Because if you know who he is and you know what he about, why would you try him? Cause everybody want to try. You watch Afro Samurai. Everybody try. You know, everybody want to be the number one. But you got to get the number two headband first. People always try you at top. Yeah, even when they shouldn't. Yeah, I was subject to. He wasn't, he wasn't Don Corleone. <laughs> well, you see, they tried. Cause think too. about. I mean, he got hands, but think about his squad didn't look all that tough. They dressed looking like doofuses. And he out there, I'm the strongest, I'm the baddest, I'm the Shogun of Harlem with them goofy ass glasses. I'm the I'm he's, like, he's I'm the bad I'm the, I'm the baddest, I'm the prettiest. I, hey, the Shogun of Harlem um, is where yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I might challenge you too. Oh, you might Shoot, we, like, we treat him like he Brock Lesnar. That man was <laughs> HBK Go ahead. 95. <laughs> Go ahead, square up if you want to. You can get them hands. But before we get rolling, my plot issue. Now, I'm gonna play my plot issue. Oh, oh, okay. You only got one. It's only one. The one that really bothers me is I've been bothering me since I was a kid. But here we go. Well, well, well. If it ain't serious, Lucy, Big Boy Green. I've been waiting a long time for this little boy. I am sick of hearing these bullshit Superman stories about the Wassa legendary Bruce Leroy catching bullets. With his teeth. <laughs> Catches bullets with his teeth. Nigga, please. When? <laughs> when? Back in the day. I, oh, keep in mind, stories are embellished. We see him catching arrows. He probably. See, it's a time jump. No. From when he leave his teacher to when he just show up at the movie theater. Because apparently Bruce Leroy had been in the streets long enough where people know who he is and heard about him. Because otherwise, why would show enough even know? Uh, okay. Catch a bullet, it probably went from, oh, you know, that man catch arrows. So, you know, catch, but you know how hood things go. Like, if, if it was for the internet, we'd have thought 50 Cent got shot 49 times. You're giving me an answer. You actually really are giving me an answer. And I guess it's my choice if I want to believe it or not. But for, for a long time, I was like, wait a minute. He hasn't even reached his... I guess final form, peak, whatever you want to call it. They don't know that yet. Yeah, but how would he? St- if he he don't even know it yet, so how would he know? He don't believe. Okay, this is what I'm saying. But the the movie- whole thing is he don't know, but they don't know that he don't know. Okay, they got- know about him. It's like you know about the whole thing is can you do the the raging demon? I don't know. He might. I heard on the heard word on the street. He took out T Hawk in 25 seconds. That's how word. That's how rumors start. You hear all about rumors. I, I'm gonna let it go. Keep in mind, this is a universe that we live in. When what was one of the biggest rumors? The Ultimate Warrior died, and they replaced (laughs) him. Yeah, and that was a rumor that we all heard at the same time. We lived in different parts of the country, and yet we was all thinking that. So, or the whole, you know, you can't play Nintendo on color TV. It'll mess it up. Y'all play on a black and white. Oh God. Remember that shit? You ever hear that shit? Don't play your, don't play Nintendo on my good TV. You'll mess it up. I heard that like two or three times, but I, you know, I, at that point, I like I got a color TV. What yeah, you talking about? Ex- exactly. All right then. So if a rumor like that passed and we know better, then is it that surprising with Bruce Leroy? I guess. I mean, I guess I was looking at it structured in the movie setting, time, place, and everything. Just watching it as a movie, saying, "Wait a minute, 
he don't even believe in himself yet. So how the fuck he, you know, how how would that story even come up? But like you said, people blow stories up and embellish them. So okay, what, what is this zodiac? You trying to break down the story of <laughs> no? Hero. I'm not. I'm not breaking it down. I'm just saying the way the movie's played out. That shouldn't be happening right now. Nobody should be talking about catching bullets with your teeth. But, okay. So, uh, let's carry on and you tell the people about the movie, uh, Stars, where we need to be at. Oh, God. So, you see him flipping around with his little Jerry Crow afro. <laughs> his master's Doing trying the to credits. His master's trying Doing to kill his, him. His B-minus karate. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's 85, and it's like, you know, Jim Kelly kind of faded out, so. He got hands. Like compared to, here's the whole thing. It looked good compared to everybody else. Well, you know, um, was this Julie, Julius Carey? I can't think of his name right now. I, I don't think he trained. They said he didn't do any karate. He didn't train or anything for this shit. He faked it well. He did enough. Like, fake it till you make it. So, <laughs> I'm just, no, I would make fun of it but I'm like a relatively mainstream 80s movie like this is post I mean this is like kind of tail and Chuck Norris but before Van Damme so what you comparing it to yeah Row House ain't like Row House ain't out yet like you know 85 is a weird time where it's kind of like it's right after stuff started to fade away but right before certain things kind of came in so I guess in the Scale of eighty five, he looked like he got hands. Maybe he be, maybe he make the team on best of the best. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I he mean, absolutely if, would. If fucking Chris, if Chris Penn made it, then yeah, I guess Bruce Leroy. I'm sorry, Leroy Green will make it. So he's out there training, and then his scammer ass sensei shooting bows, <laughs> shooting arrows at. <laughs> he's trying to kill him. Nobody's going to tell me anything different. He's sick of his shit. Just, this man a crook. He gave him this story just to get him the fuck out the house. <laughs> He's a scammer. He's got a lot of scammers. How'd you know it's the blue arrow? You are ready. Leave. Leave. Find. <laughs> you must find the master so you can learn to glow. Some dumb goy. He will teach you to glow across the whole body. Some just have it on their hands. I can't. Te- I can't teach you nothing else. You know what that means. That means get the fuck out. Yeah, but master. That's a parent thing. Once you hit eighteen, shit. I love. Yeah, believe me, that's a real thing. <laughs> or you could be hearing. Don't you want to get a place of your own? <laughs> oh shit! But he had to get the fuck up out of there because my man was ready for uh to go live his life. Hmm. A goddamn shame. So, hey, before anyway, we keep going, leave the house. Before we keep going, let me ask you a question, and this is very important for the story. How? Yeah, 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 yeah. I really do. How old are we supposed to believe that uh, Bruce Lee Roy is? What's the age? Twenties, early twenties. So, show enough is thirties. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, that's what, okay. Thirty-five, he might be fifty-five. Like a grown-ass man out there. He has got a grown-ass man face, but his age is indeterminate. Because I have no, because his face and his hair, you really don't know. He could be twenty-seven or forty-seven. We'll say late twenties. How? 
That man could be 40. Because oh, he's he was Angela's dad on Boy Meets World. So. Nah, nah, nah. Don't be all that. He was somehow some other show. But you want to be breaking down how they... See, you want to be... An intellectual, <laughs> something we went to, but slide those jokes in to suit your narrative. I swear, you go like a Republican. You won't supposed to figure that shit out. Come on, man. And you said it out. And y- y'all heard nothing. <laughs> uh, like Show no could be twenty seven. He could be forty seven. He just like certain people, especially black people, they hit a certain face and age, and you have no idea how old they are. Because Viola Davis has looked the same, like. 20 years. Yeah. I watched the episode of SVU and I was like, oh, the only thing changed is the hair. Yeah, you're right about it's that. It's kind of like we just we just run into the spot and like eventually that clock runs and then you start aging naturally like Will Smith. Like basically from like 20, depending on how you take care of yourself from normally from like mid 20s to your mid 40s, you might gain a little weight, your hairline might vanish. Yeah, you kind of like start. You kind of look the same, depending on how you take care of yourself. And then once you hit like your forties, for the most part, then it's like, all right, the clock start back up. And the only reason I ask that is because when I started looking at the eclectic people in uh, Shono's crew, I'm like, fuck, fuck, old he's supposed to be? Because like everybody's a different age in that group. Man, Shono running the Foot Clan. <laughs> All right, all right. Enough of me stopping. So this. anyway, it jumped and fast forward. They out there in the movie theater watching Enter the Dragon, and they must really like. And so, Enter the Dragon came out the seventies. Mm-hmm. It's eighty five. They out there though. The theater is packed full of people that know this live from line watching the movie, enjoying themselves, talking the movie and popcorn, and enjoying the movie to port. Because when somebody start, <laughs> this one I know this movie full of shit. These two white people that start playing a boombox and start dancing during a movie. Right. And that crowd, yeah. like, are y'all insane? Like, I know white privilege is a thing, but I'm white. I couldn't imagine somebody doing that now. You saw what happened. Somebody bashing the skull with that damn. No, part of me would think somebody would bash in the head with that boombox, but then the other part of me is like, yeah, you might do that. He might come back to the theater with a gun and shoot off, shoot everybody in there. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Gotta know who you're dealing with. So anyway, somebody breaks the boombox and everyone cheers and, you know, go back to the movie. Everybody doing and Bruce Leroy just sitting there with his coolie hat, just <laughs> chilling, eating popcorn, unbothered, and I'm like, this corny ass. Uh, excuse me, he was eating popcorn with chopsticks. Continue. You know, this movie's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> it's so many You wonder things. why just be all mad talking about people be shitting on us and nobody care. I'm like, they got a point. Because this is a... I didn't even think about... You eating popcorn with chopsticks. I mean... Nigga, please. Like, switch, switch <laughs> on up say, nigga, please. <laughs> Ooh. So anyway, who shows up? Show enough. Because the movie stopped. People wonder why the movie stops. He in there with his fire crew. Am I the baddest? And I'm the best? Show enough. What's my name? Show enough. Louder. Show enough. Y'all ain't loud enough. This is some of the crowd saying show enough. Like, all right, he going to the aisle. And he only got the front aisle. He got like aisle five. <laughs> That's show enough aisle beat. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He just interrupted he just interrupted all this so he can watch Enter the Dragon. Yeah. 
You want to know y'all was in the building. <laughs> oh, my God. You, well, what you say? What you say? like $600 back then, so I don't blame him. What I'm you like, say about Twitter? Right. People want attention to Twitter? It showed off what their attention. He definitely would be running Twitter right there. Yeah, I'm just out here performance art. Performing <laughs> for the crowd. And he about to sit down. Who he see? Leroy. Bruce Leroy. Leroy Green. Catch you all around. Catch you bullets and all that. Bruce Leroy, nigga, please. You look at him like, all oh, this shit I heard. And you ain't doing nothing. Leroy just... <laughs> because he knew show enough was full of shit. If he was on site, he would have did something. You gonna throw fake punches in my face and think I'm supposed to jump? I got it here. But initially, that's the thought process you would have because, like, you know, Leroy's so unbothered that he ain't worried about it. Later on in the movie play, that's bullshit. Leroy just unbothered because he, I ain't gonna fight. <laughs> he ain't fighting regardless of the punches hit or not. So he in there chilling, and then he jumped on the stage, and then somebody told him to shut up. Who said that? I did. Two big dudes stand up like they about to do something. They about, to lose, they about to get their ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> and it cracked me up. Normally you see this like when bad guys fight the hero and they all go one at a time like the streets of rage. <laughs> nah. This time you see the, from, like, the good guys doing that. <laughs> Jump up to get beat down. That's basically what's happening. Okay, one person got one good kick in. Then got his ass beat. Showing up was pissed. He's like, I'm going to be back. And what did he want? What did Bruce Leroy do? Dip out. <laughs> Get my hat first. I'm gonna dip out and not do nothing. Uh, so that's basically so basically showing up wants to be the undisputed king of the raging demon. But he can't do it until he takes right you out the paint. That's basically Street Fighter Generations. That's what this movie is. Besides that vanity crap. So basically, Ryu trying, to, Ryu trying to find his way. Sure enough, already found his, but he can't be the true master until Ryu's out the paint. So basically, you're telling me Streets are, uh, Streets Fighter just copied the last Dragon movie. Okay. They copied part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. That's exactly what I'm saying. They, but they copied the good parts, luckily. Because then we get to the other side of the story. And this story, okay, this storyline makes no sense. So, oh, absolutely, Eddie Arcade. What's what's he trying to do? He's like a video game <laughs> developer owner. Okay, <sighs> from what I I'm thinking, even I was a little confused just thinking about it. I think he runs. He's like he has a chain of arcades. That's why they, like he's Eddie Arcadian because you know around that time you know how arcades were. So he probably has a lot of chains of arcades around. I just called the play on his name, and I'm so upset. You just realized that? Yeah, very Gordy <laughs> treat us like we were all eight years old. See, y'all wonder why Vince McMahon do that shit. <laughs> I thought you noticed that one. And that one scene when he was they were practicing. He said he, he gave all the girls some coins. He said, "Go have some fun." He gave them coins so they could play the video games. Thought that was his name. Yeah. Thought he was Eastern European. No, I thought. No, it's like Barry Gory treating us like this man treat us now. Like my my fan base is nine. At least, it, at least his name wasn't Eddie Gamer. I guess that would have been a little bit too on the nose. So he's a arcade mogul that wants to what? 
get this girl get on. Music business? He wanna do um he wanna do what uh Suge Knight did, like put Michelle A on. So But I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what his plan was. Cause like you trying to get in the music business. I'm like, with who? And apparently one of his bodyguards was in a boxing bit like he was a, you know, heavyweight boxer and he was gonna make it to the top so he lost and then he's like, All right, you just be a bodyguard now. Yeah. And I think he's trying to leave he trying to leave the arcade world. He wants to do something different. So he died king. Pretty much, yeah. And he feeding whatever is a piranha with a damn dinosaur leg. I don't know what the fuck that's still. I don't know what it was supposed to be in there. The secret of the ooze war. They never say what's in there. So that's his plot. And to do that, he needs to get you know, he needs to get noticed. He needs to get on the top show. I need to go on your MTV raps. So who's who's the top woman that's into that? Laura Charles. Vanity. Beautiful. Go ahead. Talk about go ahead. Talk about Miss Laura. Now, Laura Charles, she she was a dime in eighty five. She was a dime. Um she many decade. I'll I'll be I'll be Honest and nice. I mean, yeah, she she's beautiful, but um, you know, I, I, I always had uh, back in those times, people would be like Apollonia and Vanity, yeah, shit. I was saying Apollonia, but because uh, you got that yellow preference that infected your brain. Oh boy, <laughs> now I put my Umar cap on, but I was about to. Yeah, I bet y'all would. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you embrace the European features. Yeah. Of melanin. I'm, melanin. I, I'm sorry. Can I have them both then? Is that better? Can I have both of them? <laughs> Shit. Uh huh. Yeah. No. But her character is kind of like it's funny because she's like this medium. Like she's basically what um what was the girl that used to be on MTV? The British one. Oh, uh, uh, Julia. Was it Julia? No. Yeah, Julie something. Downtown Julie Brown. Julie Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. Yeah. So she's basically like a mix of that and like Paul Abdul. Like she got a show. She in the mix and stuff. She's a performer and dancer. I guess she's supposed to be a singer. <laughs> yeah, that's to be debated because some of that song. <laughs> <Yes>. oof. <laughs> them boy, them tunes was carrying themselves because she wasn't carrying them. Um, <laughs> I think she's legit. She's ditz too. Because if I come to, if a coworker comes to you and says, "Hey, I need you to look at this," or this motherfucker is going to slit my throat, I don't have time for this. JJ, <laughs> this motherfucker is going to kill me if you don't listen. At least look at this. Uh, what you get yourself into? I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to die, ho. <laughs> what are you? I mean, got to find paperwork. I'm busy. I got to make sure it's, you know, boom mic. My man is literally sitting there saying, "I he, this dude might kill me if you don't listen to this. I just don't have time for this." Oh wow, okay. So she's still not grasping the 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 seriousness of what he's saying. And he's saying it numerous ways. So she I can grasp it. I can grasp a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, that too. Um, so I can understand your irritation of. Her character, at least, and Bruce Leroy, because like you say, it's like you said, fifteen. It's like a fucking shit. A ten year old and a five year old. Remember the um, the Zelda cartoon used to come on Super Mario Power Hour. Yeah, yeah, that's what these two are: Zelda and Link. <laughs> all you was missing was Bruce Leroy. Excuse me, princess. That's all you was missing. 
got two kids that look like that's adult size but kid brained, and it's just aggravating. And so the, oh, his holy oh, shit. Sorry, the only adult, the only adult other than Leroy Green's parents is damn near his brother, and he's supposed to be like twelve. He's talking like a grown man. Yeah, because everybody else, because the teacher is a scammer. Everybody else seemed like they. It's you know what? That's the that's one of the problems. Even though the ages go up and down the map, they all act like they in high school. Even the even like Eddie Arcadian and them was acting, his crew is acting childish. Oh, it's yeah. like they all acting like they like fourteen, and it is, yeah. But I, 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 I'm not. I don't want to get. Uh, that was, that I, had to no, been, that had to have been a choice. Yeah, that's. I think that's what Barry Gordy, his vision for the movie was. Again, he wanted it to be so children can go see, and that children can comprehend. I don't think this movie was made for somebody like, oh, this for your 21 year old or. What would a kid? No, okay, the storyline. Okay, let's think about that. Leroy's storyline makes sense from that, but um, hers? I guess. If you're like 11 years old, that storyline makes no sense. I guess that. He's in the video game business and now he want to be a musician. I guess that was was for the parents. Basically, I need to have her play my mixtape. That was definitely for the parents because the parents would be like, oh boy, I'm getting sleepy. Oh, we got something adult going on. But it didn't play adult. It still played Child, it kind of got to play childish. Yeah. So basically, we going we're not going to do this movie chronologically because it's whatever. We're going to talk about certain storylines as they go. Because I just watched the movie and I already forgot the order of some of this crap that happened. So basically, his plan is he wants to get on the air via her show, and she's like, "I already got time booked, so no." So he's like, well, "All right, get her, kidnap her." And Bruce Leroy just happened to be there, just walking, contemplating life, just like a, a moron. <laughs> he's doing, he's doing the kung fu shit. He's just walking around. This is up. He's just not barefooted. Now in New York City at night, <laughs> and he sees this kidnapping goes on, and he stops it, throwing his hands, and she's like, "Oh, thank you, everything like that." Boy, be, I'll be right back. Oof. She ready. Drops his medallion, you know, drops his medallion. I don't know if he went to the bathroom or he just vanished because all of a sudden the cab there, she about to jump in the cab. She sees his magic medallion that he had, grabs it, then he come back. Oh, oh shit. My Dragon Ball. <laughs> and one of the thugs, I didn't even realize one of the goons that was involved and because I, I was watching on Amazon X-Ray tell you the um, people in, in the cast, Chaz Palminteri. Yes, from Usual Suspect from A Bronx Tale. Yes, that Chaz Palminteri. Sonny from, from A Bronx Tale is getting beat up by Bruce Leroy. Time's day. It is what it is. Eric, I'll start somewhere. Right. <laughs> Imagine that IMDB. Did they say um Freddie Mercury was one of the... um? <laughs> showing up gang members. I know you saw that white guy that looked just like Freddie Mercury, right? You, you need to relax. Did it say? Are you gonna answer my question? Did it say Freddie Mercury? What you think? 
I don't know. You already see. This is how we. <laughs> you can't tell me that one. I, I, I already, I already didn't want to do this. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Man. Not- All right. But since you're talking about cast, you know some of the people who was considered the role for Leroy Green? Oh, God. No. Who? Billy Blanks. Ugh. Snipes. Mario Van Peoples. Lawrence Fishburne. And Denzel Washington. None of them would have worked. Nobody in that list would have worked. It wouldn't have been the same movie. At all. It would have been some Tyler, especially if it was Wesley Snipes. No. Out of all of them, Wesley Snipes, it could have worked. If any of the ones it was going to work, it may have been Wesley Snipes. Billy Blanks was kind of like, I don't know if he got the scream. Like, he's been him. Like, it's funny where he was like, um, he did movies before the whole Tybo thing. But I don't know if he had the presence like that type of energy. Denzel and Lawrence Fishburne, no. hell no. no. Mario Van Peebles would have been hilarious. Because you know what it would have had. He would have took that dead serious. You want me to do Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm going all the way with it. He'd have been, he'd been just like Genghis Khan. He's talking about appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have took it all the way. He'd have probably dyed his face and changed his eyebrows. <laughs> Thank God. And Denzel in this yeah. Like I know it's 85 and Denzel's just like St. Elsewhere Denzel, but it's kind of like he does glory a couple years later. I'm like, Ooh, can you imagine that? Well, I did. I did what would you do 85? I was about to do Cry of Freedom and that did before I did The Last Dragon. I couldn't even imagine Denzel just, it just, oh my God. You know, I was wondering if you could just teach me some moves, you know? <laughs> you know trying to coward a show enough? Like, nah, that's. Yeah. You, you're going to come into my dojo and you're going to kick down my door? <laughs> Yo, we got Jay Farrell in the house. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, he saves the day. He loses a medallion. He doesn't realize that she got it. So, he's perturbed about that. And meanwhile, you know, sure enough, looking to start a fight. He's going to start it by hooking my throat. Start some of the stuff he does. Go ahead. Starting a fight is just so uh, strong. I just, you know, just calm them out. What's up? Call them out to what? Dance? I like, we should have fought at the movie movie theater. You out here running away and shit. Call him, call him out to fight is strong. He was calling them out. Yeah, just like, what's to up? To do what? To do what? Let's get this done. You know what it is. Get what done? <laughs> this beef. It's oh. all. And how they gonna do that? They not they not doing a rap off. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, they fight. You you so I, they, I, okay. He did. Over. He he did take it to the extreme with the uh, whole pizza shop massacre. I like to call. Um, so before we get to the pizza shop massacre, he showed first time we see him. He shows up at the school, right in front of his um students. Mm-hmm. Gonna fight him. Nah, I need you to fight because you a coward. Uh, what's Bruce Leroy waiting for? No, we don't fight unless we have to. He was outnumbered. Oh, I'll, wait. He got a class full of 25 people? Oh, it's the Lay Pay School, huh? Did you look at that they school? Have, 
to have 40 to 1 odds that had to shoot the fair one. It was only a few amount of those people who had hands in that class. You know that. Okay, but the whole thing is, show enough just wanted to fight one on one. Yeah, but he, he still would have shot. He would have shot the fair. If Bruce Lee Roy would have shot the fair one, it wasn't like they was going to jump him. Are you sure about that? Yes, because if show because if they wanted to jump him, they'd have jumped him in there. They didn't. I mean, that's they easy. had they had opportunity to jump him because the students backed down. They did nothing. They had, and if they wanted to jump him, they'd jump him in the movie theater. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think Bruce Willis was about that life because he didn't want to uh, risk the jeopardy of his students because you know they had homes to go to and he had to be responsible for them at that time. You coward! Oh my goodness! He's a coward. I'm just eating my popcorn, minding my business. No, when you're responsible for somebody oh, else, that's the different. They say the open mind, the un. <laughs> The burden mind does not see the unopened truth or whatever stuff like that. And I'm saying the same thing. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they busting that fortune cookie nonsense. <laughs> and he's like, nigga, you know, shut up. You know, that's why, you know, that's what's so funny about this movie. Show enough is on a completely different level than everybody else in this movie. Because he acting like somehow like, like, what the fuck are y'all, y'all talking this nonsense? And keep in mind, showing up is dressed like that with his Captain Planet gang looking ridiculous. And he's the most logical person in this movie. The man was short. He, he had on shoulders. He just wanted to shoot the fair one so he can be king of the hood, of his hood. That's all he wanted to do. And Leroy is like, you must open up your chi to grab the key. The man is out here being a prophet, and y'all ain't appreciating Leroy Green. I don't understand what's going on. He didn't want to I fight. Know. I know Seppy scamming when I hear it. <laughs> I know I know what the words Yakub sound like. That's what they sound like. Nonsense. <laughs> it sounds real smart if you stop paying attention after the fourth grade. Like a lot of people have. So anyway, they're in there. He's like, I ain't gonna fight. Alright, well, bow down. Just my converse. May never bow. 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 Come on, Nick. He's like, basically, like, come on, nigga, we got to bow. They're like, nah, nah. So he's like, all right. Students finally jump in, acting like they're going to do something. And then one of them about to get his neck broke. Oh, Johnny. Johnny pulled up. He was Johnny was a real one. Man knew he ain't had the skill, but uh, Leroy was his boy. Mm-hmm. So one of them got gripped up. He was like, you better bow down. I'm going to have him break his neck. You know what's really disappointing about that? The whole scene that broke my heart. He had on the um, Game of Death outfit. And I'm like, come on, bro. You're going to wear that outfit. You can't be bowing down and shit. And he, he wasn't even fighting Kareem. Shit. Like I said, he out there. He out there cosplaying. <laughs> yeah, at that point, he didn't throw no hands. I'll take off that outfit right now. I told you. That's the only part that make me. But that's the only part that make me upset. I'm like, man, you wearing that cool ass outfit? You bring bring a disgrace to it. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And let's not forget also too that um, Bruce Leroy might be the first uh, ghost of Tashima. This motherfucker turned into a ninja when he went to go get uh, (laughs) when he went to get old girl back too. He turned into a ninja. And I'm like, wait a minute. We'll get, we'll, we'll get there. 
we will get there. So that happy is as a like I said, he's a he's an eight around a bunch of fours. <laughs> so Yo. all he did was put on a hoodie and his pajama top, and now he should know me. But anyway, he get beat up and he don't do nothing, and they call him a coward. His brother called him a coward. Hey, why don't you fight? Oh no no. Ready. no 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 that's late on his brother. You get called Howard, yes, about to. Yeah, that's later. Sorry. Yeah, that's later. So anyway, he got to figure out because old girl get <laughs> they find out what happened to old girl and it's like oh, he's about to get her. There's like twenty of them, black 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 ones, big black ones. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. And the black guy agrees. At first, he's looking at them sideways, like, "What?" Yeah, twenty twenty-five. Like they got jumped by the New York Giants. Uh, they got ran out the paint by LT and Harry Carson. <laughs> the way he's talking, so he sent his main man to try again, and they gonna run this thing back again. And this. Stupid storyline. So this eventually. So what was she in the? Um, oh, that's right. They grab because they out there talking. It's like, oh, I saw you. Blah blah blah. You know, I didn't get to see you again. And then all, no, he's about to talk to her because he out there chilling, sitting on like the porch or like the the street, waiting to talk to her like a stalker. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because the first time he sees her, he hear like googly eyes and the R&B music going on. And she's looking at him and he got this all, oh, I'm about to be like Keith Sweat, start becking. So he wants some of that energy again. So the second time he out there just waiting outside in the rain like a criminal. <laughs> and then she, when she got, and then she's about to get um in like her van. She need to stop getting in cars. She don't recognize the drive. No, this is when in the limo. First time she in the limo was like, "Oh, you ain't my driver." Oh, that's right. All the drivers off. Where are you going? He like understand like where to step and he basically getting that pass. <laughs> this time she jumped in the um the van like to do her makeup. No, because the guy came and got her. This excuse me. This is when he asked his brother. Um, they just they were having breakfast that morning, and he he said, "Oh, that's her. I need to see her." And his, his brother like, "Nah, man, you a chump. I ain't taking you with me." He's like, "No, I need to see her." He grabbed. Her. He said, "All right." Stop talking about him. Yeah, that's right. Stop talking about him. You know, talking about he weird. He is a weird. He is a weirdo. Yeah. He probably used to think my dad's a weirdo because never heard of a black man with a pizza spot, and now nobody in Harlem hungry because I feed him. <laughs> yeah. Your waffle eyes. You acting like you. You know his dad. He know his son is weird. He just don't want to say it to us. So I get that, but yeah. So he take him to the um, spot where they are gonna buy tickets for her show. But his brother's a, oh, hey, I bought you a ticket. That's right, because they already about, they take him down there. Uh, you know how corny is to your little brother hooking you up for a date. And on top of that, his little brother's a scammer because he's like, man, I never buy tickets. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Damn square, the L seven. Don't call me your brother. Don't tell nobody you my brother. So he go inside, I guess, trying to figure a way to get so everybody, so him and his crew could get in. And he, Bruce Lee, were just sitting out there, and she come out with the uh, boxer dude. Oh, you, I don't know what's wrong, um, Miss Laura. You got to come see. I don't know what he, they were talking about. She, so she just go. Oh, okay, let's see what's going on. <laughs> She's got it. Yeah, cause she ain't got. She ain't got. She got no brain. Yeah. That's why. She needs security. So so anyway, 
he gets she gets snatched up stuff and then realize about the um like the metal Panthers of Katie production so you realize how it's going over there this one he dressed up like shinobi ghost of daddy o's pizza throwing just just up there throwing. see this this gang gonna take all y'all samurais <laughs> all right because when that game came out like yeah i want to let me put a scarf around my head i'm gonna work at y'all this is your ass now Go go back to playing TK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he shows up there. He's throwing his throwing his darts. Beats up the crew. Tell him, "Oh, fine. I was going on." Blah 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 blah. And the Arcadian Bobby takes off the the hood, and she recognizes him for four. Oh, that's Bruce Leroy. And then she all smiling. And then dude all mad, but he don't know who this guy is at first. So takes him back to career. Like, oh. You have something, my medallion. Oh, I found it for you. You did? Oh yes, I have a medallion. That's great news. That's great. That's wow. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Please don't leave since I give it to you. Cause I'm gonna give you something else. You all getting all smiling. She is absolutely looking all good, and he like, yay, my medallion back. She's extra moist. Yeah, he don't. He not trying to get sex till Bruce get in the movie, which is really weird. Which is really weird, but for I his character, unless, I get it. I can't do it unless the master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this no, this is not weird. This is offensive. <laughs> we being nice because it's us doing it. This is, it ain't even borderline. That's what's that is one of the things by my mouth. This movie, this movie is so goddamn offensive. Like if I was, if I was a different demographic, and I'm watching this, I'll be eyeball very gory. Like, but let me ask you this. In that time, in that space, do you think we know that wasn't the intent? Because we can go to the I don't know no. what No, it was. You wanna know why I know it was? Because they was making fun of it. But they but then Because all the Asian because you wanna know why I know they knew exactly how silly it was, because all the Asian characters made out. Not just his brother, all the Asian characters made a real big point. Talking about how stupid he looking, how oh you chop sake out here, you looking dressed like a coolie and all. They was making fun of him, him basically hijacking the culture and looking dumb. But then and that was a plot. That was a plot point in the movie. So yeah, if you putting that in a movie and you making fun of it, then you know it needs to be fun of, which means you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. But then also hero. too, they had the Asians talking like black people. So I'm just like, wait a minute, where are we going here? Because that that bugs the shit out of me. Oh, 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 that part bug you, huh? Oh, so. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, that, I, mm-hmm. I never said that the Bruce Leroy Asian stuff didn't bother me. I just always felt that it didn't come from a place of, like, uh, you know, being mean or nasty because it seemed like it was all around with the movie. How you think? Then they, you know, they could say the same thing about us. Oh, we're just talking like y'all because we like your style, we like your music. Because, like you said, it's a lot of cross mingling. We like we like break dancing just like y'all. Yeah, I'm I'm I like Kool-Aid just like you, brother. I'm subject to I you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know. It's just it's it's weird how I plays now. It sticks out. It was yeah, weird how I, I played then. Too. I would just say, yes, they was in on it. No, I don't know if they're making any better. And at the same time, there's only so much you could comment because neither one of us are Asian. Yeah. But I know when we get slandered how we feel. And I speak of both black and Muslim kind of like, yeah, 
I've seen enough jokes at our expense that I always get the side eye, and I have I have more sympathy toward when other people get it. I don't tell them they should feel away, and I don't tell them they shouldn't feel it because they ain't my place. But if they feel away, I ain't gonna tell them they wrong. Cause who am I to tell them that? Cause I wouldn't want nobody to tell me I'm wrong if I felt away. True. You know how that is too. Yeah. So he in there looking at her nice place, and it's like, oh, the place is nice. I don't know what to do. Oh boy, this is played so bad. It's uncomfortable for everybody. She ready to give him some, and he like, mm, I must go. Uh, no, he said something about a cocks grow, a clocks grow, something about cocks and clocks. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck he just said. And then the girl, <laughs> Andrew Josh Clayman, you said that. <laughs> and she was just like, what? And then you could, then she got it because he was just nervous and got the fuck up out of there. Hickory dickory dock, your clock is next to my cock. Boom. How was he a thing? Now nah, we'll talk about that often. <laughs> you know why he was a thing. The same reason cancel culture complained about now. Because all. It, an asshole will always be a thing for five minutes. Yeah, I they, guess. They say the stuff that people normally didn't say because they were afraid of. People saying Andrew Dice Clay wouldn't be a thing now because everybody an asshole on Twitter because you can get away with it. You can be anonymous, have a um, Goku a Goku AVI and say that stuff. But back then, yeah, he was like, oh, I wish I could say that if I can because he's fucks. And then Andrew Dice Clay say it and it's like, yeah. <laughs> my hero. He 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 had a fan base. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, you know, I know you know exactly what that fan base looked like because mm-hmm. they they around this day they just look a little different, playing about different things. But anyway, so no, he don't get the yams. Like you like to say, he don't beat the cheeks. He don't <laughs> sling his. Because I thought we were, I thought we were like gentlemen on this app, but apparently not. Hey, no cheeks, no uh, yams. Cheeks and yams and meat, like we had a damn farmer's market. Biscuits. So, <laughs> so show enough has not given up, by the way. Is he supposed to? He's slinging them hands on. Yeah, he's supposed to keep going. He's showing up at the pizza parlor. I heard Leroy Green here. <laughs> I'm Leroy Green. What? That's you. What? I'm his daddy. That's you. Oh, Junior. Yeah. I went Junior. <laughs> I don't know where he at. And I don't know if I'll tell you if he would be. Oh, word. This man karate chopped the table. <laughs> Let's keep in mind. Show enough just ain't all talk. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, show enough talk a lot look ridiculous, but he be beating his shit out of people when he needs to. That man karate chopped a pizza table. <laughs> you know how hard that is? We ain't talking about no plain old plywood they be doing them contests. <laughs> now listen, my whole thing about this pizza massacre at Daddy O's, 1985, is that I'm almost sure they were still paying on a lot of that shit, and they spoke on one of those things. So they had this, was, you could tell tell because the mama was pissed. <laughs> so they had. It was a thing back in the day where they had like the jukebox, and I know y'all like, oh, the father fuck older y'all. But they had like a jukebox video thing where you could watch the video and the music would play. So this motherfucker hears the music and is like, who plays this crap? And he kicked it and broke it. And Shut he, up, bitch. He said, missed the best part. Oh, he's like, he Shut, oh, Shut up, bitch. And he does his kick. 
It's and, not even ours. <laughs> I don't own that. <laughs> you know, you can tell. It takes a lot for a black woman to waste food. And she was so mad, she throwing that good piece of dough, hitting people in the face. They out here breaking tables, ripping stuff off walls, and everything like that. Someone tell me where I'm looking for them. Oh, she, the last thing that happened at this uh, massacre is absolutely they picked up his little brother and dumped trash him. can. Man got out the trash can with spaghetti in his head. Spaghetti on his face. Damn. <laughs> and Leroy showing there. What happened? <laughs> Bruce Leroy happened. That's what happened. Everybody know you scared of him. Coward. Coward. He just hearing that. Now he back in there training. He embracing the dark a dude like we're you. <laughs> he had coward, coward. Just punching the bag and they doing all this stuff. So at this point, Lori got her whole nose open. Oh, are you okay? I don't mean to interrupt you. Leroy ain't talking. It seemed like you're going through stuff. Leroy's still ain't talking. I want you my bodyguard. You know, you seem like you know what you're doing. I need a master. I'm no master. Oh, he hot. He is heated. What? Well, you look like a master to me. I am no master. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, oh, I had, I had to hit pause and walk away. You know, a soldier boy get up from the table <laughs> when they be like, Drake! Yeah, I had to hit pause for my PlayStation. I'm like, this is, I'm like, this movie is pissing me off. This is, the, but you know what's funny about this? This is the most adult she acts in the movie because she's basically saying, "Give me that meat." And he he just oh God, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. I mean, she says she wore a bodyguard. Sorry, a bodyguard. She give me that meat. What is? Where's the man? See, you got some bad influence. If I can't do, I can, if I can't do this on the Patreon, where can I do this at? Oh, this is the Patreon. I'm like, good lord, oh. and you won't give me that meat. Man, I'm usually tame on the free show. If I can't do this here. Where can I do it at? Oh my God. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so brother basically. Oh, he knows the stuff. He knows kung fu, karate, like that. And she's like, oh, think it over and blah 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 blah. So he basically he was. I told you already. That's basically what he's saying. It's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Johnny come in like, yo, he's sick. Something wrong with him. Yeah. So she got to figure out a way to inspire and. Basically, her way is she'll come up. She'll figure a way later and pop up because he needs to find his master. Oh, boy. And it's the second time. The first time he went up there, he's like, oh, you looking for the master? You dressed like a coolie? <laughs> What's wrong with you? They look at him like, you damn culture vultures. Get, like, get out of here. Yes, they're calling him a culture vulture ass. They're out here dancing and gambling, drinking and smoking as they were if they were black men. No, okay, Tom. Okay, there's a difference. You sure? It ain't like we, it ain't like we invented gambling. Well, right. okay, I'm just saying what they okay. were doing. Okay, excuse me. They were gambling out there and they were dancing, but the way they're talking, yeah. Okay, but it's a difference where they're dressing and. Appropriating the stuff that we're doing at that era, and he taking the stuff that they was doing when. Oh, okay, I got you. 
mean, yeah, that'd be different if they was dressed like sharecroppers and doing that shit. Yeah, I got, I got you. I, I, I understand it's exactly what you're saying. It's 1985, and he dressed like he about to shoot the fair one with Bill the Butcher <laughs> from Gangs of New York. So there are levels to that. Let's let's make that quite clear. And we're not gonna be the whole way. Well, he they still not coach too, so it's okay. He can dress like he about to. Oh no no no! I'm not saying it's okay. It's just it's 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 on both sides. I want to be fair. It's levels. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing that. One could, and I can easily defend one level because it's kind of like they all intermingling and they stealing from each other. Because it's like they are dressing like people in the eighties would dress. He is dressing how people in the eighteen eighties might dress. Like he about, oh, I'm here to fix the railroad. <laughs> What's his excuse? I like Bruce Lee. Yeah, but like you said. Other than that, if okay, it wouldn't be so bad. The hat—that's what the fuck is the problem. That fucking hat that he won't stop wearing. Yeah, the coolie hat. That's why I keep pulling it out. You out here to little coolie hat, looking like a fool. So they already had the first time. So he, you know, he's gonna be back looking for the master. But he was. But first, how does he get inspiration? She makes this whole video production. She make a mixtape for him. No. Mixtape, <laughs> like this whole a TikTok mixtape. There you go. You know this whole Bruce Lee. Thing. Oh, it's the master Bruce Lee. Yes, and she all smiles. She all proud of herself, and she dressed like you say at this point. She dressing like him and all this. Yo, like, that's you know they like they start, they start stealing your swag, your style. Let me tell you, he something. had a hoodie. She took it. I don't care what anybody says. For a woman, a woman that you haven't even had intercourse with you. To start stealing your style, like y'all both about to redo five elements, is <laughs> insane. She was dressing like she was in the karate movie. I'm like, what is happening right there? But he had her on lock, though. Ain't even touch her. Ain't even kiss her yet. Yeah, he ain't kiss her yet. He had to wait till. Because oh. she, no, first, she kissed him first. Yeah, he kind of looked- looking at him holding hands and she, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to assault you. He's like, oh, it's nice. And then he sees Bruce Lee do it and fits the feel, the master. So he grabs it. Oh, yeah. He, like that. He goes in. He and goes. she already liked him, so she into it. She's like, it's about time. This boy grew up. I, got, I don't have to keep dropping these hints. So everything going hints? on well. They get the scene. Did you see she was dropping? Like, Did you see she was dropping oh. hints? She was dropping damn bombs on him. Like she wasn't being secretive about anything. Jeff, let's be gentlemen. How you play Street Fighter Three and you just ignore everything Dudley does? That's funny. Ah, the PG Patreon. Patreon. I don't understand this. Right. Yeah, he about there. Yeah, he Listen, man. Is that, That's what you want. That's it, what you want the Patreon to be. Is is that how you interpret the way I sound? I am offended. Yes, sir. When you was in that point. I when am. I had that's how you sound like, yeah, I want to be all grown the Patreon. You spend a dollar, you get to hear about meat slinging. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> like what? Okay. Man, you keep the damn, if that's what it is, you keep I give your dollar back. Like, no. <laughs> okay. Let me let me apologize to all the people on Patreon. Let me 
get myself settled and let's keep this gentleman like, okay, I'm back. It's too late. You might as well finish what you started. <laughs> well with this until you see the point. Oh, this is from the um, um, Chinese connection, which is not called anymore, but it was back then. We dressed up like the enemy to sneak in a hideout. So that's what I'll do. I must go. I must go. And she mad. She's like, oh, damn it, Bruce. Thanks a lot. Bruce. <laughs> you made the mixtape. Don't be mad at Bruce. Mm-hmm. Mix yourself, uh, mix yourself all out of sex. And they work too well. Like, oh, I like that mixtape so much. I need to go buy the album. Like, that's not the boy. Oh, that's, that's the single. Plan work. <laughs> when they put the two songs, the singles, and then you got to go out and buy the album. So he dresses up like a pizza man. Oh, pizza delivery. Like, they didn't see through all that. Aren't you just like the cool? Like, nah, we all look the same, brother. <laughs> oh, you missed off. something too. As he was making out with uh, Laurel Charles, his brother was seeing, excuse me, everything that was going on. And when he left, he came out and said, like, Oh, he ran out on you, huh? And she's like, Who is that? I don't know what you see in him. His brother hating on the low. Well, not on the low, but up high. He hates. Hate. You dirty macking on your big brother. Shit. And like, how old? Is, and what you think gonna happen? <laughs> well, like, let's. You think she's a pedophile? Let's be. You're mad. You, the little brother knew more about sex than Leroy, except when he said, "Okay." He, mm-hmm, that's yes. Yeah, I hear some R. Kelly defense about to come out. You better put a block no, no, on no, that. No, 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 no. I'm just saying he. he what are you saying, Jeffrey? His brother at least knew how to, you know, knew when a woman was vibing. Knew, you know, he was trying to help him out. How old was his brother? I, I think twelve. All right, then. This is whole conversation needs to sound stupid. Oh. His brother knew more about pleasing a woman. There, like that. How he shouldn't know shit. Not pleasing, but he had an idea. Because what I'm saying is, Leroy was oblivious to everything. Uh huh. His brother should have been. Well, you think he twelve years old? I mean, he might get some. I mean, I could get some season yams. <laughs> I'll be seventeen in five years. You no know, age ain't nothing but a number. You hear how dirty that sound? Yeah, that's like the way I the said, movie was painted. So move, yeah, moving on <laughs> as we gonna do. So he infiltrate there, trying to find the master. Eventually, find out the master's a scam after they playing dice and hopscotch <laughs> <laughs> and all this other shit they was doing. He's like, oh, this is come from a fortune cookie. We just sell it to make money. So Leroy pissed. He is so pissed that he goes all the way back to his master place. He's like, it was a lie. You found out it's a lie, huh? That's the, that's the point. You don't need a teacher. The teacher was within, just like this fortune cookie say. But the magic medallion, it's a great belt buckle. Ha <laughs> ha I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> Ooh. Is everybody from New York scammers? Because um, I know everyone I know everyone, I know everyone from Houston is. That's already established. Uh let's just say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, excuse me. Entrepreneurs, go getters, hustlers, working between the lines. You know that type of thing. It depends what barrel. <laughs> it depends what barrel you in. Some people are upfront about it, but I'll leave it to that. Yeah, I ain't trying to do things the right way. I do it the ski mask way, fast way. Yeah, the criminal way. And you got to do it. You got to be, 
you know, black collar criminal because you're too dumb enough to make it and racism prevent you from being a white collar criminal. I get it. Crime comes in all shades. But don't be like, I'm just hustling like they do all over Wall Street. They they scammers too. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, so let's not let's not ignore that. So anyway, while this is going on, she get kidnapped again. But homies all mad, like homies, Eddie Arcadian is feeling a certain way because his girl don't want to. It's a side thing, this girl going on, so, and she he running her down. You ain't nothing, and you know you'll you ain't getting nothing out your tits. You know, and it's, it's like a burlesque dancer, and she's like, you don't like nobody, you're an asshole, and you're, you know, boxer, or whatever his name, Cobra, whatever his name so be, he was going to be a heavyweight champ, according to you, the, the curb soon as he lost, and then you only made it to where you are because of my tits, so I'm out of here. Where are you going? Elocution class. What? That's how their relationship breaks. <laughs> what? So, so at this point, he kind of finds out, you know, it's like, all right, I got to get Leroy. If I'm going to get, I got to get Leroy, I got to get Leroy to paint. So he show up, he going to pay show enough money. And show enough like, just keep your money. Tell me the time and place. Show enough don't even want money. He just want, he just want, he just want the title. You know, I mean, you know, how, you know how bad that beef got to be for somebody that said, you know what? Nah. Keep your money. I do it for free. <laughs> Shit, Leroy, what you do to that man? And it's funny, movie, that's another movie trope when they were like, you know what? Nah, this one's on me. It's personal. I know we charge $2 million. I'll pay my own money to kill him. Show enough is like, nah, keep, keep your damn money. Just tell me where you're going to be at. So they kidnapped Laura. They kidnapped the brother. He, you know, finds out where you go. And it's showtime. Cause they all show up there at the studio, him and his students, and they fighting. They were beating the shit out these. Cause like most people in the movie don't have hands, mm-hmm. and nobody using guns for the most part. Cause the dude pulled the gun like, "What'd you talk about? We ain't here to shoot." Blah 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 blah. You gonna mess up everything? Mess up what? Like you just want to beat beat up Leroy, but you gonna kill him? Like you just gonna beat him up and he never coming back? Is that your plan? <sighs> the plan was flawed. So gets through the regular goons. Then he fights Shonuff's goons. Get through them for the most part. We help with his students, including Baby Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> and it's funny. It's like every time I see him, I'm like, what a. I felt bad because I like you know he's a grown man now. He's older than me. Yeah. And it's funny thinking that because you just used to see him like, you know, the 80s and 90s. Who's this little boy? Yeah, you'd always and thought he was going to I'm like, yeah, I thought he was just a little boy. Then he's like, oh, is he ever going to grow? Oh, he did. And I remember seeing him in the rundown. And I'm like, oh, he must have hit the gym. Even though it's funny, him fighting The Rock. And I'm like, The Rock probably had like a foot and a half. You know and what? Still somehow fight. I didn't know. Until we uh, did this, that he was Donatello in the first Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I was like, "Oh yeah, he in the second one," and then it was like, "Oh no, he was actually doing the uh, you know the work <laughs> in the first one." Donatello, I was like, "Oh shit!" Funny how life works. Mm-hmm. So that's going on, and they showing up waiting like, "Oh, 
Warmed up yet, Leroy? <laughs> Just chilling. Push the gate, that heavy ass gate up with the quickness. He's like, oh, you gonna do something? Huh? You ready to fight? You ready to fight the Shogun of Harlem? Nigga, please. He's <laughs> like, you ain't doing shit. And it's funny how the fight start off. Because at the beginning, Shogun up just playing with him. Like Leroy throwing these crisp ass spin kicks and punches, and he ain't hitting jack shit. And showing up back slapping the shit out of him. Then Leroy hitting him and showing up ain't hitting them. Like it's a back and forth fight for the most part. Showing up hit him like a straight donkey kick. <laughs> Kicking him through walls and stuff. So eventually Leroy gets the upper hand, kicks him through a kicks him through a wall, like throws him through a wall, and then it's like showing up this like showing up this band, like, alright, I'm done playing around with you. It turns into shit and cool. He start glowing red. He like, all right, like I'm done. Now we can really fight. Playtime. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he looking at his hands like, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be the other way around. I've been out here being a virgin. <laughs> I've been out here being a virgin talking, talking, being a coolie. Now look at me. <laughs> I'm gonna show my full potential. His hands start glowing red. And um Old boy watch like, oh, look at this. Look at this shit right here. He hitting him. Red sparks is bouncing off Leroy's body. You know what was great about that? The way that um, uh, Vanity played that. Because she was, her eye, you know, she couldn't talk. So her eyes were just opening up. And she was like, you could tell. She was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is when we get into fantasy world. Exactly. And you just beating them like, you know. And it's funny because... You wouldn't think showing up had that. You think it's showing up to some loud mouth and how it's gonna go like it's gonna go back and forth. Leroy gonna find his chi and finally do it. No. First, Leroy get the upper hand eventually, and then showing up was like, all right, I'm done playing around. You like, what? And he started glowing red. And quick story. You remember the first time you played Street Fighter and you fought Akuma as a computer using them? Yeah. You know how scary that thought is? You used to playing, you used to play like Super Street Fighter like that. You about to fight Bison. There's some dude just slide out of nowhere. Yo. Kills Bison. I was like, what the fuck? And he was moving all fast and shit. I was like, hold on. I'm like, wait. He could throw air fire? Two of them? This nigga teleporting? <laughs> yeah. Like, but what's back- that mean? When that dude's like in a barbecue, he's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> he, uh, they have always made Akuma uh, just a cheat code. Always. Uh, yes. And it's kind of like, it's a point where certain games, you're not allowed to use them in tournament play. Like, he ain't meant to be used. That's just meant to have fun. Mm-hmm. So that's so imagine you fighting Shilin' Up and then his hands start glowing red. And he just beating the shot like, who's the master? When I say who's the master, you say Shilin' Up. <laughs> he refused to say who's it. The master. So he beating him again. He about to drown him. <laughs> Showing up is playing for keeps. So, and then you get a flashback. You're a master to me. There's only one the place in this water. That you haven't looked. And there, you will fight the master. Mm-hmm. His reflection. Who's the master? I am. And he doesn't say in a heroic sense. No. He's saying that evil sense. He started laughing. <laughs> Did you? Okay. A lot of people missed this. Did you hear Shodaf when he was grabbing his head? He was like, "Oh, let me go, motherfucker, let me go!" Yeah, I heard. <laughs> like, what? Motherfucker, let me. Yeah, I heard. He's on his breath, like, 
Is this a PG-13 or R movie? It's PG-13. Yeah. So he got enough curse words in there under his breath. He's like, he out there screaming and he doing the whole glow with his hands. And Eddie Arcadian is like, what the fuck is this? He look around like, I don't know what's going on. He doing a Bruce thing. So he basically, you know, gets shown up that work. <laughs> yeah, he definitely turned it to uh, almost, Goku. almost like that. After you get the glow and start laughing like equal for you, that is not a heroic. Laugh. No, it's not. Nothing that heroic about what he did. Like, yeah, I get to bully you now. <laughs> what that laugh was. He was like, "You wanted this, right?" Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted. So anyway, that happens. Eddie Arcade, like, oh, that's all nice, nice, you know, nice act. Show about the end now. Pull like that. And Lee like, like he about to have a baby. And then just, you know, and of course, if you talk about catching bullets, then something like that gonna have to come up. So he gets shot, and like, ah! screaming, he roll around. And then he turned and he smiles and the bullets there shining like, yeah, he caught a bullet to see. I don't know the magic involved with that, how you ain't shattering every damn tooth in your mouth. But that man whole body was glowing yellow about a minute ago. So <laughs> what do I know? So anyway, catches the bullet, stops at the arcade. And finally, the cops show up because we haven't talked about it. And this is the, one of the biggest plot holes in the movie. It ain't no way in the world showing up just running around beating people up and destroying property and, and nobody called the cops. I mean, go ahead. How come Leroy Dad didn't call the cops? I'm like, oh, you know, you don't snitch here like that. No. Leroy Dad ain't in the game. People that's in the game don't snitch. If you're a civilian, you, it's, it ain't, it's called doing your job. Nobody called the cops. Nah. There you go. They explain a lot. You're like, nah, that's not how we do things. <laughs> I so wanted a mob that just went and ran for years because y'all niggas was dumb. Nah. All I, <laughs> it builds growth. All I'm sitting here saying, I'm just playing it as far as the movie goes. Nobody called the cops. The cops didn't serve a point until the end. And again, I'm not sure. Like, this movie's supposed to be in the real world, but it isn't. So it's kind of like, what the fuck ever? You just got to say that when you watch this movie. It's the real world. Cops exist. They watch the end of the dragon. That oh, movie, what's this? Okay, this is what I'm saying. If that was the case, the cops should have been in the movie theaters. The cops should have been at Daddy O's Pizza. The cops should have been when uh, Lord Charles got uh, kidnapped twice. Like, because truthfully, cops are pretty. Huh? Yeah, maybe it happened off camera off panel but otherwise <laughs> I as I'm, my whole thing is kind of like that's why I know it's a movie cause the cops are shot shown up like act one cut it out man people in a movie theater what's wrong with you babies giving hands to everybody well just white people black on black crime oh shit that's, uh, yeah, that's what that was that's, maybe that's why the cops wasn't here show enough was universal everybody got them hands except women did he hit any women no, he didn't hit anyone. No, oh, but women hit him. No, women hit Leroy. Well, yeah. But hey, again, like, oh, you fight? You gonna fight? Okay, I know we're keeping this gentleman like. We keeping this show gentleman like. I was outside my mind uh, thirty minutes ago. So, but I have to ask: Did you check out uh, show uh, show Nelson uh, crew? 
three women that was involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, what did you say? I like squats and biscuits. Yeah, squats and biscuits were on that. Show enough had taste. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, show enough. You know, without the crazy eighties look, if you just take that all away, okay, I see what you're doing there. Yeah. So there you go. You saw what you saw. So they rest him. Save the day. She back having her little concert or whatever show going on. And he just show up. Teach me some moves. <laughs> Everybody laugh. It would do say, man, your, your brother corny, man. Yo, he's not corny. Hey, corny, it's my brother. He's the last dragon. He's a hero. He's the master. Oh he's the master. And they wouldn't have, you know what it is? And the movie ends there with the credits. He's just a wholesome, regular guy. He ain't job. He ain't cool or slick. He's just, you know what it is? We laugh because normally if that was a white guy doing that, it's like, oh, we seen it. You know, he, you know, he's Luke Skywalker. Boom. There you go. That's who he is. But he black in Harlem. So it's throwing us off. If you accept the fact that he's just Luke Skywalker, you're good to go. Then everything makes sense. Laurel Charles, I just thought about it. I just thought about this shit. She was a VJ, right? But was she? Man, that's fucking with me now. I know she was a VJ, but I'm like, was she really a music act too? Because she did sing songs, but was it locally? Because <laughs> I don't know why that's bothering me now. <laughs> Because she had her thing. She had a Seventh Heaven uh, club. They played videos there, music, and it was kind of like a club. I, I guess she was like supposed to be like this world's MTV. I guess. I guess I can't call it. Hmm. Maybe they need to reboot this movie. They, they talked about it for the longest. Um it was supposed to be a sequel too. I don't know what happened. I know it's beef with uh Tomac and uh Tomac and um uh Barry Gordy. There was some beef about that too. Some what, money? I don't know exactly why. I saw a video about it and it was like ten minutes long and I was like, Yeah, I'll watch it later. I never went back to watch it. I mean he aged well. I'm looking at him now. He probably ate probably ate very, you know, clean. He's oh, one of the nicest dudes you could talk to and not like you don't know him, but just talking to him. And I got to talk to him back in uh, 2012 when I went to Comic-Con. He's just so cool. He was like, yo, take a picture. He was like taking pictures with people outside the venue. So that means you ain't got to pay because, you know, when you go to the booth, you usually got to pay $10, $20 for a picture, whatever it may be. But even when he was outside, he was still like talking to people and just chopping it up. So Seem like a cool dude. I don't know if he still do these uh, comic cons. I'm sure he does, but yeah, yeah. So something like I said, some people, you know, they know who they are, they embrace who they are, and they keep it moving. Yeah, no, no regrets. And some people don't. It's like, nah, I'm more than that. Damn it. Oh. So, <sighs> it, I. I but, oh man, that's that's it's it's interesting. Yeah, but anyway, that's the last dragon, and I just thought about that because we didn't talk about it. John Saxon recently passed away. Yes, uh, your man Roper. Uh, and 
It's hilarious because Bomani Jones has a serious problem with that Roper Bolo fight. And he ain't wrong. <laughs> Is it that Roper should have been killed? Yes. Yeah. He's like, ain't no way. He's like, that's supposed to make sense. He said, I was Bolo and saw that scar. I would have walked off the set. I was going to lose the who? <laughs> and it's funny that I thought about that. I'm like, in a movie, it make some, like, they show Roper got enough hands where, it's like, he hit him in the nuts. It's semi-believable. But, yeah, in real life, no, Bolo, Bolo folded him up like a, like a lawn chair. Just like he do to some other dudes in the beginning of the movie. And no, John, it's funny. I didn't realize John Saxon was in um the Friday, the um Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Like oh, yeah, he was just like sheriff on I forgot all about so, that. So, like, I remember the Dragon, and then he popped up in, like, it's a Tarantino movie? Or, no, um, Natural, no, what's the, Dust from Dust Till Dawn. Shit, I ain't seen that shit in years. Yeah, he's like a cop. I think he's like a cop or sheriff in there. So, and he changed his name. He wasn't born John Saxon. He had to do one of those. Oh, I'm going to get certain roles. If my name is this, but my name is John Saxon. I get other roles. I don't got to be a Puerto Rican bandit no more. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Um, Carmine or Rico. You go get certain roles when your name Carmine or Rico. And you go get different <laughs> roles when your name John Saxon. Yeah, you got to be smart. <laughs> Wasn't that the same thing that um, which one of them did it? Uh, Amilo Astavez didn't he do that kind of like something similar? He he didn't want like to take the Sheen name. He wanted to make it on another name or something like that. I don't know. No, um, no. What happened was Martin Sheen became Martin Sheen because Martin Sheen wasn't born Martin Sheen. Why do you think Amilo Estevez's name is Estevez? And why? Oh, why it's the other way around. Sheen? Yeah, gotcha. yeah, that's with the other way around. And why do you think? Because the funny thing is, you be like, okay, how are they brothers? They got different last names, right? Norman don't work that way. I got we got the same dad, different moms, and like, no, it's like one kept his name and two changed his name. That's why I was joking. Like the second Machete movie, Charlie Sheen was Carlos Estevez. That's how he wanted to cast himself. Got you. Okay. I always wondered that too. Yeah, I that going like Psych. Um, what's his name? James Roday. Yo, James Roday Rodriguez. That makes me uh, come to another thing. What the fuck happened to Emilio Estevez? Did he just quit Hollywood and say fuck it? I mean, you hit a certain spot where the roles ain't. He ain't have his Mister Robot. That's I what guess. happened. I, I mean, he back now they doing they they re, they filming the Mighty Ducks and he coming back for that. So, but that's what happened. Like last thing I saw Emilio Estevez in was like Mission Impossible, the first one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, you have a. I told you about aging. You have a run, and if you ain't a certain level, the bros just stop. Yeah, I mean, I guess all those actors in his um in his class. Yeah, because yeah. like all of them, it's kind of like if you don't get it, if the movie stopped calling and you don't have a TV show, you vent. Like Charlie Sheen got on the TV when his movie stuff started fading away, yeah. so he fine. Christian Slater vanished and then he popped up on TV, so now he on TV all the time. And really, that's the best. This didn't happen. But you know what's uh, 
what's interesting about Christian Slater, he wasn't in that class. He came like he was supposed to be like the next big thing after that class. So he was like right after like your Emilio Estevez, your uh, Anthony I mean, Michael Halls. Is it that much right after? Because like Heather's was out around the same time. They was all like Young Guns or Young Guns too. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just always yeah. consider all those actors in that around that John Hughes era, like in that class, because those were supposed to be the next big ops breakout stars and shit. Some of them broke out to different extents. Some didn't. Nobody broke out from this movie except for Vanity. Vanity popped up from Action Jackson, and then. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, quick thing is like you know she had she went through, she went through it apparently like she had a rough life rough childhood a lot of you know a lot of cocaine abuse a lot of drug addiction and she converted became born again and she had a lot of health issues from her past drug use had kidney like she said get dialysis five times a day and Shit. eventually died of kidney failure. Damn. Yeah. I remember hearing about that that she had like a drug past drug issues and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's just interesting. Um, next month, we, what is next month? We have a movie that we will be doing. Um, <laughs> I this is gonna be a tough one. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. We're doing the sorry to bother you. Uh, oh God, hipsters, black hipster shit. <laughs> That third act is gonna be tough. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. The whole movie is tough because this. I mean, I liked it, but I was never. I never like. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. And I was like, I don't. If I never see it again, I'll be alright. Yeah. Like I hunted out again. I'm like, it, I know what they were doing. I understood the whole thing, but I'm. I'm starting to get tired of that whole genre. Like I'm black and I'm smart, so like me. Like it's just something. I don't know if it's the genre or the fan base that attracts just. I think it's the, the fan way. base. I think it's the fan base because it's almost. I remember the first person I was telling them about. They were like, they kept saying, "Did you go see it? Did you go see it?" I said, "No." I said, "I'm gonna watch it when it come out, uh, probably digital or on TV, whatever." So I watched it finally. I told them I finally saw it. Did you like it? No. Oh, you just didn't know what you were watching and watch it again. And <laughs> let me tell you this. And I was just sitting there like, uh-huh. Cole crowd. I was like, uh-huh. The, uh-huh. You, know what it is? you know what the crowd is? The crowd that came like when Donald Glover dropped This Is America, they asked you your thoughts. And I remember joking in group chat. I'm like, watch. I hope y'all ready for y'all white friends to ask you about this damn video. Cause I saw, I'm like, whatever. It ain't for me. Man, I go on Twitter like, this is groundbreaking. Donald Glover got my eyes open. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where the fuck was y'all living at? <laughs> like, this is groundbreaking? I'm like, this is... And I just realized it's not for me. Like, if you already lived it and already know it, then it ain't for you. It's for the people who have it. And that's and that's when I have realized, like, certain shows I appreciate, but I don't vibe with because I feel like it's like, it ain't really, like, it's performing but not for me perform for other people and it's for people like like it so they can feel they feel sophisticated smart like like Atlanta I love Atlanta but I always get an uneasy feeling watching that show because I always feel like they like they performing how you know what it is it's the people like you look at the cast that's what it is you look at the cast and then you look at them outside of 
that world. Yeah, exactly. When I yeah. see them in other stuff, kind of like Brian Tyree Henry, he's just an excellent actor. He's just classically trained and he's just good at his whole thing. But you see how the other three move? I'm like, you know, oh, I'm such and such. Like one of them talking about we take too many showers. <laughs> Man, I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say with you all that essential oils and your skin crap. Man. Donald Glover spent too much time complaining about how people didn't like him. He's a nerd, and that's why he like Asian women. And like, it's just too much. He's like, it's like he facilitate back and forth what he want to embrace. Cause I seen him be cool. Like I saw Magic Mike Double XL, cool and smooth. Um, Han Solo, him cool. and Lando, was cool. smooth. Yeah. So when he want to be cool and smooth, like Spider Man Homecoming, that. While well, watching Atlanta, it's always like it's just something just just maybe it's the point. It's just I, you know what I think it is for me. I think it is I know people like him specifically like that character, so it hits home, and I'm not sure how am I supposed to take it. I don't know if that makes sense. It's just like, yeah, you playing this really well, or maybe I just know too many people like this. I don't know. It's something about that character, Ernie character. You absolutely right. Like I know people like that too. And guess what? It don't impress me. Like I that character, I do not like that character. That character in real life is aggravated. That whole I'm overeducated, underemployed, and I'm just a slacker. Yeah. Like, I understand where you come from. How that man live in a uh storage unit. You know, I, people get mad. I, I'm sorry, I I put my hand up. I say it all the time. They be like, Oh, what's your favorite episode? That episode when homeboy beat his ass. Because I'm not because <laughs> because he deserved that ass whipping. Oh, why you say that? I thought Ernie's cool. You think being a slacker and him knowing he's a slacker and that's cool. Well, it's because that's you know life. No, life is tough. He can do it if he wants uh, to. He just ain't motivated. That's, that's worse. not cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not cool. That's silly. Well, you can do it. And he's like, nah, my I'm too principled to do it that way. So I'm not gonna do nothing. And my no, my ones, but he that man dumb enough to think he gonna beat Michael Vick in a foot race. <laughs> he deserves his damn money. Uh, so no, yeah, we went off, but no stuff like that. When I watch Insecure, it's like I know people like that. <laughs> they annoying. Ooh. I'm like maybe I got too much goon in me, even though I'm with, I got two degrees. But them, those people like that in real life, I'm like. It's for someone like me who don't have the degrees, I know too many people that are they just move like that. Just move like too many of those characters. I know too many of them, and I'm just like, this hit I don't know when it hit when it hit close to home, I just feel a certain type of way. And maybe that's the point. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I enjoy um Anissa's character. I do like her character because I don't really know anybody like her. You always hear about those girls like that, but I don't know any girl that act like that. Most of the, gr- most of the girls... You go to HBC, you, you run into them. Well, probably. That's true. That's probably true. <laughs> I wouldn't know from experience. But, yeah, so Sorry to Bother You is going to be one of those movies. Hey, I watch it. I don't know how you're going to feel about us talking about it because I can tell you now, neither one of us like that movie. It's going to be similar to... <laughs> 48 hours again though. but you know we ain't gonna I like mean, I, I we, can, we can talk I about the point. it's yeah. a very it's an interesting movie I get the point they were doing but it's kind of like 
I guess we can wrap up soon. The issue is a lot of those movies, I don't feel like I'm their audience because they're just telling when you already know, then it's like you're just watching the performance. And if the performance don't move, you're just like, what am I watching this for? It's like the same, like we talked about before, like certain music, like Kendall Lamar for me. I'm grown. I'm older than he is. I've been through all that already. There, you find yourself and like people tell me, oh, you know, talking about racism. Oh, wow. Racism exists. I did not know that until he told me. He's still a dope rapper. I know know colorism. I mean, if you take away the message, then it gets to the lyrics. And his lyrics don't move me that way where it's like, yeah, I'm like, he's not, he's lyrically skilled, but not to a point where if it's like lyrics, it's like wrestling. If your gimmick is, I'm a great wrestler, then you really got to be a great wrestler to get over. Like, you got to be like the a top five wrestler a lot. Because a lot of people that's real good wrestlers. That's the reason why Dean Malenko is Dean Malenko. See, but I also think, I see I'm different from you because I, that's the type of, the conscious rapper is the rapper that I would grab, you know, I listen to first before I listen to anything what? else. So I, I'm going to I'm going to listen to those, huh? For me, it's, for me, it's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So me, that's why I'm different when it comes to him specifically. J Cole, fuck that. I know what everybody's saying, and I understand exactly. You what, understand, bro? When I told, I think I tweeted that like a couple of years ago. I was like, "Yo, I tried to listen to J Cole. I that shit put me to sleep. I literally was in the house and fell asleep listening to it, and I was just like." Yeah, I don't know. Like he's dope. He can yo. He's nice, but he ain't for me. You know what they said? I guess you need to listen to Future because you like beating up women. Nah. You don't like empowerment. If you don't like this whole thing, if you don't like J Cole, you must like Future because nah. they always use. I'm like, no, I don't like either one of them because I think J Cole was born. I think Future's a chump. <laughs> now you know like, how you we, know. Hold on. Can we have a rant? You know how to hold on before you say that. You know how you feel about uh, Atlanta shows. That's how I feel about Future. I feel all that shit is a lie. All that shit he talking about on there. Of course, we know artists lie and whatever they say on numbers. But I think he does. He he is riding his wave. This man is at home with glasses, reading about motherfucking stars and quasars and all types of shit, <laughs> and making this bullshit music to get his pockets full. Oh no. That may be so. But I'm talking about as far as how he talk about women. All you got to do is see his interactions with women in real life and kids. And it's like, I'm, I have all these kids. I got yeah. all these baby mamas. I'm too busy to care about them. But I'm, I just need love. But fuck them. And then all this energy and time he spent worried about Sierra. If you're a real G, you ain't worried about that. You keep it moving. Yeah, that's the one you worrying about. That's the one specific still, woman you worrying about. Worry about that. Uh huh. You hear Jay Z still worry about um what's the face? You know what? Trail. And and I you know what that is? I think he likes his women miserable. He like he likes to see his women miserable when they like. Okay, I did what I had to do. I'm done with her. He but got, he got the same issues Drake got. They don't like themselves, so they want everybody, and so they still. Worry about the same stuff they've been worrying about. Drake is in his Drake is the most successful artist alive. Rich, own the culture. He can culture vulture and culture jack anything he wants. And all his songs sound the he talk still talking about the same stuff. It's still dating the same young girl. I'm like, 
grow up. You still worry about high school shit? You didn't like me when I was young. <laughs> but now like, now I still like you, but I got to pretend, oh, how dare you have fun without me? I'm all right. I'm with my homies. And like, grow it's up. It's almost just like, I'm on top now. Look at me. Look at me. Fuck that. But okay. Yeah, we see but you. Because you really, you know what? It it's triple H syndrome. When Triple H was spending all his time running down everybody else, because even though I'm on top, I still feel like I'm a fake. And that was the that was the people people biggest complaint about Triple H was why he come off so insecure. He the game, he the man. So why he got to spend all the time? He got to have everybody around him tell him how great he is. He got to spend every time tearing down everybody else that you ain't shit, you that, anything like that. Because deep down, he didn't believe it. And that's the vibe I get from both like future. And future high, yeah. Women deserve less. It's a man with no women saying stuff like that. His future has future and Drake has influenced a whole generation of men who hate women because they mad that they love them so much. And I'm like, y'all just need to date each other. Leave these women alone. Date a man. You hate women so much. Stop dating women. Yes. They're shit. She belongs to the streets. That man got how many kids and baby mom talking about who belongs to the streets? Who he belongs to? The sewer? I'm, I just wonder sometimes, like, do, do you know you were birthed by a woman, right? <laughs> like, you do I, know a woman birthed you. So, what the fuck I'm are you talking about? The mother hoes. <sighs> yeah. Somewhere we got to Drake and Future. We know y'all didn't sign up for that. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it anyway. Um, no, we, y'all be talking about the off the clock. So that's what happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we can get up out of here next week. I mean, next week, next month, like I said. Sorry to bother you. You can go on the free side and listen to us talk about Sons of Anarchy, uh, which was a fun show. Um, and this will be on the Patreon as well. So episode three and four will be next month sometime, too. And... I guess we could tell the Patreon people first. What are we doing next week, Shahid? On the free side. We are doing more Sons of Anarchy episodes. We are doing episodes three and four. So you want to keep them on the free side? Oh, what's uh, what are we doing the free? It's now mixed up. So yeah. we doing Patreon. So something Anarchy Patreon. So what movie are we doing on the free side yeah. next week? Yeah, what oh. movie? It's your pick. It is? I picked last time. Yeah, I did Ninja Scroll. It's your pick. Um, fuck it. It's time. It's been a long time coming. I've been saying I want to do this movie. And now I'm not sure I want to do it. Hold on. Let me see something. Let me see how long it runs. Let me see how long it runs real quick. Oh, boy. I'm already regretting this. Maybe I should have lied and said I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> I need to see how long it is. Hold on. I know it's long. It is 170 minutes. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to what? Yeah, 170. Yeah, I gotta find what movie else. is this? Heat. Oh, well, that's, that deserves a laugh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna find some. Nah, we can do Heat. You sure? No, no. Yeah. Okay. I actually enjoy Heat. Yeah, me too. That's why I was like, I've been thinking, wanting to do it for a while. I don't mind a long movie that I like. Yeah. And he birthed all these other movies since then. That's it. Uh, Freeside Heat. Uh, I can't wait. Um, It's been a long time 
since I actually she's watched a, it. She's got a great ass. <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. Boy, I, Al Pacino was Al Pacino was insane. Like, you know what? If Robert De Niro were gonna play cool, I'm gonna play not cool. He out there munching Adderall, cracking scenery. And I love every second of it. Yeah, this is this is that Pacino. Uh this is the good side, not the bad Pacino. This is the good Pacino. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do the heat. Um if you wanna follow me on social media. You can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and on Facebook, the real Jeff versus the world on Instagram. Shahid, the real Philly drugs. Uh, check out. Them. It ain't the real Philly drugs. Is it? Is it? <laughs> the real Philly drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I just laugh because somebody's <laughs> I got some stuff. Somebody's like, I wouldn't, you know, I like because somebody said something smart about wrestling. I'm like, of course, with that API and that comment. They be saying something stupid like that. Like, I wouldn't say nothing. My name was Dr. Philly Drugs. I'm like, that's my name. That's what I do. I don't think you really Chris Jericho in real life. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not Chris Jericho. I'm just a fan of Chris Jericho. Jeez. And I'm like, this man probably is 16 years old. Let me stop. I, 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 sometimes I need to take your mind. I keep assuming people on Twitter are grown. Everybody ain't grown on Twitter. Nope. They absolutely aren't. Um, and I'm not in the bull- I'm not in the bullying kids. Just a bull. I'm like, that's not my thing. No women, no kids. I'm like Leon the professional. Oh, I don't. Like- I don't bully. That's the whole thing. I don't normally inter- engage in interact with black women in a negative way, and I don't bully kids. Everybody else, you catch it. Doctor Philly Drugs. If you want to follow Shahid, uh, only if you can. Yeah, because uh, no dumb shit. Shit happens. But anyway, check us out next week on the free side. We are doing Heat. Yeah. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>